feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> So, you know, we're going to stop with... No, uh, we're not. We're never going to stop. With the whole, you know, we're... Uh, for the time, but it's just probably only for this episode, actually. We're going to stop saying what we're smoking because we're still smoking on that woodland wax. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do have a special treat for us, though. Oh, you do? Yes. Was that the one that stuck to my arm? No, although... No. <laughs> That's just some live resin, liquid live resin that like was left over from some parts. Okay, okay. High seltz or Paps Blue Plibbon? Paps Blue Plibbon? Is it alcoholic? Nah. What's it taste like? Uh, it's kind of like a lemonade almost. So I got a, I got this, I got this right here. It is a. A Pabst Blue Ribbon, high seltzer yes, lemon. Yes, Pabst Blue Ribbon. It says it has 10 milligrams of THC, cannabis-infused, non-alcoholic beverage. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the guys over at Space Station uh, hooked us up with a case of these guys, and uh, they're pretty fucking good. So this is water, sugar, lemon juice, and uh, concentrated cannabis extract, natural flavors, contains, does that say coconut? Fucking writing on this contains back of this what? thing is so yeah, contains small. Contains coconut. God damn. Well, let's, here's to you. Here's to so, me. So you gotta where the white thing is. You gotta pull that up. Yeah, nice little pot, and then slide the tab back. Yeah, dude. My brother has some of these. Uh, yeah. It's jalapeno. No, this bananas, is this is lemon. Shit. This is lemon. All right. Here's <laughs> here here goes nothing. Yeah, it's pretty bomb actually. I don't know, man. It's a little bitter, but you know, we'll see how we feel in a little bit. We were going to eat these 150 milligram uh, edibles for this episode, but I got informed of it too late after we had already yeah, eaten dinner. I, I so got distracted by making dinner and shit. And he got distracted by the D. Yeah, yeah, that D, just, that damn good barbecue. Just like the person we're going to talk to tonight, like the like the dick. Yes, yes, he did, actually. Well, I mean, he mostly liked, uh, I think, you know, little dicks and, uh, you know, for people to touch his dick. Ooh, that sounds like a fun game. You want to play hide and seek? Not at John Wayne Gacy's house. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we are talking about John Wayne Gacy this week. Oh, um, You haven't even said what our show is, dude. I was about to say, who are we? Cause, what, cause, what are we doing here? Well, I already said I was Dick, remember? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody knows you're Dick. And, and, I am, I'm Nick, and uh, this is Dab to Death. And, uh, you know, we uh, this week, like I said, we're talking about John Wayne Gacy. Brought to you by Voodoo's... Voodoo's and Dolls Productions. Did, did, did that go through? No, no, it did not. Why not? I don't know. Uh, but you know what? It's all right. We'll uh, we'll regroup. We'll try again. Uh, it's all right. Click to add title. Click to add subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot to do the title that's, slide. That, that 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 that's how we're starting out our show today. Yeah. No. If, if you can't tell, it's uh it's gotten a little lax around here. I don't know who's doing these damn slideshows, but uh they need to be fired. 
Well, fuck, dude. You only fucking put two hours into the damn thing. What? Yeah. I mean, you had all week. You knew what you knew what we were talking about last week. Okay, we didn't now, know, you know until now. We didn't. Am I, am I gonna have to have the procrastination conversation with you? We're gonna have to do this. You know what? I, I, you know what? It's not my fault. I am a member of the procrastinators uh, association. Uh, um, it, we were gonna start having meetings. We just never got around to it. You know, you have a computer. If I had a computer, I probably would do the same thing. And not. You know, I have like three computers now. So last, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Talk about fucking first world problems, right? Yeah, I ain't even got one. Well, I've been okay, so you, you know, like I said, so there's the one that, like I said, it's basically useless because I can't do anything with it. I can't, uh... Well, maybe by this point time next week you'll be able to. I got a lot of porn on that computer that I don't want to lose. Why are you saving porn on my computer? Because, like, you notice how I go to the bathroom a lot? I'm... Mm, I'm tugging. Makes sense now, and that's why you take the laptop with you. I've always wondered. Well, you, you know, know every I... time he goes, I have to lose the slideshow for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but then he forgets it's connected to the TV, and then I'm watching whatever the fuck he's watching. <laughs> like what? I didn't know you were so into midget porn, by the way. Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you, the midgets with big boobies. <laughs> the boobs were bigger than their head. <laughs> oh my god. I'm telling you, man. I had one hell of a day. I fucking. We went over to mom, mom's and dad's house and uh, cut down a tree. Yeah, a whole tree. A whole fucking tree. A whole ass tree. Dude, I, I mean, we... Could st- you imagine an ass tree? We st- <laughs> I started this <laughs> off with... I was just going over there to get You can tell it's ripe when they touch the for, ground. <laughs> for my garden, because I got, I got a garden, right? And I got a calcium deficiency, so I'm trying to fix the calcium. You have a calcium deficiency no, or the, your garden, the garden has, has a calcium, calcium deficiency? De- the garden has a calcium deficiency, and I don't want to have anything with bottom rot, so I'm going to foiler feed them. I mean, I've been weekly feeding them, but I just want to make sure that they're good because, you know, the weekly feeding, it can raise the pH in the soil, and I don't really want right, that either. Right. So I'm going to I'm gonna foiler feed them. And, uh, but anyway, I went over there, and I was like, well, shit, dude, I, got, I ain't got to be nowhere till like, 4 o'clock. Uh, we cut down the tree if you want. Fucking turn into cutting down the tree, I'm... Well, at least I got good health insurance. Hopefully I don't get hurt. <laughs> but no, nah, it was a big-ass fucking tree, and we cut that motherfucker down. It was dead as fuck. Hardwood, like my dick. <laughs> Go John Wayne Gacy. I mean, no. Wow. Wow. Right? What are you talking about? He was a good guy. He fucking hired fucking teenage boys to work for his companies. Yeah, that sounds super legit. He, he dressed up like a clown for kids' birthday parties. I mean, who Again, does that? Again, 100% not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. He's totally just an old normal. man that happens to love kids, and he wasn't able to have any, so he's... He's just, he's just a, a, a nice, ha- heavier-set fella who likes to touch little boys and dress up like a clown. Oh, was he touching the boys? The boys weren't touching him? I'm, I'm assuming he was doing all kinds of things Touch to the boys. Penis. A penis. Just the tip. Only the tip. It's a big tip, though. <laughs> and then I want the laser pointer. Turn on the laser pointer. Yes. Yeah. Hey, bro, you want to go get some Aerosmith tickets? <laughs> what the fuck? Are they even still alive? I, I, I think one of... I'm assuming if they are and they're still touring, that those tickets are ridiculously so expensive. Just because... 
Slow Ride was not Aerosmith. Yeah, wasn't it? No, it was not. Who was it? I thought it was Aerosmith. No, Sweet Emotions. I was thinking about Sweet Emotions. Yeah, no, Slow Ride My was bad. definitely not. Slow Ride I was, was uh, Fog Hat. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking Sweet Emotions. My bad. Yeah. Two different, completely different songs. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> uh, just, you know, that's... That's why you you don't dab and work at the same time. Oh, but I mean that's kind of our job here. It's we dab and, and then we work. Uh, we work, yeah. You, you know, then then I go home and I I lay the pipe down. Ugh, I'm a plumber. He has so many jobs. Oh yeah. Well, doesn't don't don't us as men and I'm not trying to sound sexist or anything like that, but in our minds, don't we have a whole lot of jobs? I mean, I gotta Do go. We? I gotta go to work. Yeah. I got to keep the wife happy. Okay. I got to make sure the rent's paid. I mean, I, I, mean, I feel like isn't that just technically uh, an adult responsibility, though? Yeah, but I don't know. Me being the, the, the guy, I feel like it falls all on my shoulders. You know what I mean? Uh, I get, I I'm get not it. unhappy with it. I'm, I'm no. just I'm just saying. No, yeah, you know? no, it's, it's, yeah, you know, life is a lot of work. That shit sucks. Can I fuck it, mom? Can I go home and live with you? <laughs> That's uh yeah. No, there I actually there's this one song uh by this band AJR and uh it, it's it's talking about like don't throw out my Legos. And don't he's throw out my Legos. Yeah, basically he's like talking about like, you know, don't throw out my Legos cuz I want to move out but I don't want to move on, you know? And he's like, what, like basically like, what if I move out and like, I can't do it and I, I want to come home. And he's like, just basically like, hold on to my shit. Cause like, I, I still want to be a kid. I still want to come home, you know, but like I have to go out and be an adult. I have to go out and do this shit, you know? That's super clear. Yeah. So it's like I said, it was liquid live resin. Um, it's got a little bit of other stuff in it because what I've been doing is putting shit on the dab tool and then dipping it in the liquid live resin. Because it's really liquidy-ish. It's more liquidy than the rest of the things we have here. It's, you, can always, uh, you can always put it in the fridge and solidify it. Yeah, nah. I kind of like the gooiness. I like to... to st- I like the gooiness, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, a combination I really like is the Orange Clock Live Resin. The lemon cookie sugar and the tangelo diamond sugar. Hey, you think? Because I was gonna say we could take and mix this all into one, like just like one fucking little ball, like not even that big. It wouldn't. How would it? Oh, you just mean like take a little bit of each one into a ball? Yeah. I was like, because like if we combine all of this, that's not a little ball. <laughs> that's like a baseball. Yeah, no, that's like a, like that's a like a, ball. yeah, no, that's like a, probably a decent, maybe a tennis ball. No. Uh, oh, no. Dude, that's like, yeah, you've seen those distillate balls they make where it's like a dragon ball and it's like this giant fucking <laughs> dragon orb. Dragon Ball Z. No, it's like a giant orb of distillate. It's like fucking ridiculous. I like seeing sheets of wax. Look at that shit. That's all, that's all like. Wax. That's that all. Looks, di- that looks amazing, though. It looks delicious. It looks like the amber ball that the fucking mosquito was in in Jurassic Park. Oh, bro, look at this one, dude. That looks like fire, doesn't it? Yeah, I want to smoke all of that right fucking now. Whoa, 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 whoa! Estimated worth a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. 
What's the weight on that? 3,000 grams. Oh, my God. Somebody photoshopped a Dragon Ball star onto it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at, look at it. Nice balls. <laughs> they look like boobs. Dude, he should have taken that picture holding them down here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess we should start to get into the episode, right? So we got John Wayne Gacy, and I have to ask a question here, and don't get mad, but is he the original Juggalo? What's a Juggalo? What? You've never heard of a Juggalo? No, dude. Uh, so you have you ever heard of Insane Clown Posse? Yeah, I didn't really listen to them when I was in high school. Yeah, no, like I, I really did. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, so their their fan base is called Juggalos. Uh, you know, like the 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 males are Juggalos and the females are Juggalettes. And, uh, you know, their, their whole thing is like ICP pays, you know, paints their faces like, you know, the clown makeup yeah. and like, that's their whole thing is they're killer clowns, you know? Yeah. And, you know, so then they, you know, there's off all, all the offshoot bands like twisted and, uh, you know, blaze you dead homie and ABK and this shows See, that I, this I just shows I, that I know I, entirely too much and, about and this I shit. I didn't know any of that at all. So <laughs> I mean, um, you know, and so like, it, it's just, you know, I think it's funny because, you know, uh, John Wayne Gacy, you know, did dress up as a clown, uh, you know, although it wasn't anything related to, uh, that we know. Right. Right. Yeah. We but, know. Of. Yeah. No, but so, so he dressed up as a clown and, you know, he actually killed people. He had people buried under his house in his bait, you know, his crawl space. And like, that's a lot of the shit that ICP raps about and claims to be about. So I'm just saying like John Wayne Gacy kind of sounds like he might've been the first juggalo. I mean, and, and this <coughs> he was born in, he was born four hours away for, drive from Detroit, Michigan. See, and that's another, that's another good point. He was born in Chicago. That's four hours Chicago. from De- Detroit. Chicago. I'm just saying, you know, Michigan, home ICP. Hey, dude, I landed in Chicago. I've, I spent, I'm seeing a little bit of a, a correlation here. I spent three hours in Chicago. Yeah? Was it the worst three hours of your life? It no? sucked, dude, the second time because I was tired <laughs> as fuck, dude. I, I heard, I heard it's supposed to be super windy. It was. I felt the plane fucking kind of getting blown away. I mean, isn't it called the Windy City? Dude, it, okay, so it was... It was raining, right? So we left Michigan. It's like... It was a cold and raining night when we left Michigan. It was like 6 o'clock. It was like 6 o'clock. Their time. Their time. So, you know, over here in Cali, it was it was like 3 a.m. Over here in Cali, it was like 3 a.m. No? But that, <laughs> but no that's, not working? Okay. That's, 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 that's <laughs> besides the point. Um... What I was getting to is, so we're flying, and for some reason, like, I can't, with Southwest Airlines, so Southwest, uh, if you're if you're listening, I want a non-stop flight from fucking California, Sacramento, California, to Grand Rapids, Michigan. I feel like you just want non-stop flights <laughs> from Sacramento to everywhere. But anyway, you know, so we're, 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 coming, we're coming into, because it's like only an hour flight from Grand Rapids to, um... Midway, because we were stop, we were stopping in Chicago, Midway. I guess that's the airport name or whatever. So we we stopped, but anyway, it was raining, and fucking, we hit the fucking when we were landed, 
I thought for a second we weren't going to stop because it just felt if I mean you feel like the plane is like astro uh, or hydroplaning. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's weird as fuck. I mean, I'm I've never really flown before. This is, this is the second time I flew. The first time was flying there. Yeah, but um, I don't I don't mind it a whole lot. Like once we're up in the sky, I'm fine. But I don't like the takeoff and yeah, I don't like the landing. That, that's definitely the 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 worst part for me when I'm flying too is the the takeoff and the landing. I feel like, like I get a little I get a little tense and a little anxious. But uh, uh you know, other than that, I really like flying. It's kind of cool, like looking down and you just see like everything's just like squared. You know, like these you just see these like little patches of like fucking. Squ- farms and squares everything's just very like geometrically divided it's pretty cool it, it, it actually is and i mean it's cool to see like everything from up above but and i i, I know i'm gonna shit we're going to fucking new orleans fucking this month i want to go huh I want to go. I want to go to fucking New Orleans, dude. Okay, so here's the thing: is when we start touring and we start doing live shows, we have to go to fucking New Orleans because there is so much shit out there, like with fucking voodoo. Which I, I mean, come on, we have voodoo and or voodoo and voodoo all's fucking productions. Like, you know, like fucking, we have to go to New Orleans. We have to do an episode out there. We have to do like a, a live show, maybe. Um, that'd be kind of cool. I'm down, dude. I mean, it was just got this. You know, we just kind of got it. We're, we're, we're in the starting up stage, people. Yeah. Um, we all, I, I do honestly want to start some sort of GoFundMe or something <laughs> for my buddy Nick here to get a Tesla. Oh my God, really? The, with the Tesla thing? I mean, okay, honestly, if we're going to fucking try to fundraise a car for me, let's not do a Tesla. Why? I mean, you wouldn't have to pay for gas ever again. Okay, but I, dude, I live in an apartment. Where the fuck am I going to charge a Tesla? They're going to have fucking get your to work to put in the Tesla fucking <laughs> charging site. No, if anything, how about just fundraise to get me a, a decent car? Okay, so, so we're going to fundraise for a Tesla and a Tesla charging site oh, to Jesus be installed Christ. in its parking spot. You think they just got an adapter from like, you know, a 110 wire? No, no, I don't. I don't think they do. I'm pretty sure that, like, and then, like, number oh, no, one, my electric bill, dude. my electric bill would be out the <laughs> fucking ass. No, it wouldn't, dude. It costs nothing to charge a Tesla. A Tesla's, like, <sighs> such a good power saver. It's like when you put your phone on power save mode and it lasts forever, but you don't get anybody's calls. <laughs> I never put my phone on power save mode. What, what, what it didn't tell you was that putting it on power save mode turns off the fucking. <laughs> data and shit you're like what see this motherfucker over here he'd be taking like fucking humongous dabs and my thing is what's the point why take too big a dab if you can't contain the dab what's the point of taking the dab what do you mean if i can't contain the dab you can't contain that all in your lungs it's like i mean not all at once but i can sit there and cycle that bitch out until i'm fucking high as shit yeah dude you should just do it all in one hit let's see you do it it's not choke, choke, choke. I would choke, have to turn choke, the choke. I would have to turn the heat up so high <laughs> to be able to burn all of this at once. It's just that it would no, that it would just no, it would scorch the shit out of my lungs, and then I'd be sitting here coughing for twenty minutes. Like I would look at I would look like Tiny Tim when he fucking you know how he looks when he starts dying like. <laughs> 
like his whole face turns Sorry. like fucking Sorry, his was... whole his whole face turns like abnormally red Dude, his and his face... eyes are just like pouring water <laughs> like this kid gets fucked up it's hilarious yeah, no. He'll get it off a of residence too. Oh my god, dude. He'll, this motherfucker. He will scrape like, like anything. Him, he, he will scrape anything you have in your house. He, he'll be like, hey, can I see that pipe? He, hey, he, hey, you got a ball? Let me see that. He came over to my house and didn't end up not hanging out with us, hung out in the front yard, scraping my pipe, and he scraped it so much that it didn't fucking um that he clogged it. He scraped it so much that he just clogged the pipe. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking smoke out of it. I still can't smoke out of it. I gotta boil the bitch. Like, I've tried to fucking poke it through. It's like he pushed all the fucking resin inside trying to scrape it. It's like, dude, what you just did was counterproductive. You know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys this. You know, if you're ever, like, hard up and, and you must, must smoke resin... I mean, I understand some of you guys are younger, and I, I've been there. I, I've been at that point where I don't have, you know, any, I'm, I'm out of weed. I ain't, get, I ain't got money till tomorrow, but I want to get high now, so I got to scrape the pipe. I've found that the best part of a pipe to scrape, but you got to be careful. You got to be careful. It's not the neck. I mean, you can go inside, like, actually inside through the, the carb to get, like, to the bowl, but that's really hard to get that stuff. The easiest stuff to get to is the stuff, <coughs> like, on the inside of the bowl. You know what I mean? That really is. The the, the bowl, and you just scrape the bowl, and you'll realize that, that you have a fucking layer. I mean, I would get layers, thick fucking layers on the side of the pipe from just smoking so much. And I, I mean, I'm fucking, if I was hard up, dude... All I had to do, I fucking cleaned that bowl. It looked like glass once I was done. And you got a nice little fucking pile of resin there. If it's gooey, you might it might be gooey, too. So you might, and I doubt it is, but it might be gooey. And if it's gooey, you're Gucci. <laughs> but you I like just, that. If it's gooey, you're Gucci. But you could just take all that crumble up shit and put it on, like, pack it on there. Pack it full like a bowl. And I guarantee you, it, it, it gonna get you high. I mean, it's, it's it's a fucking resin high. We all know all highs are different. I mean, sometimes I think about fucking taking a couple hits of resin because I'm like, dude, I ain't been resin high in hell. Oh, oh. You know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. No. And, but It's uh, totally different. But it's also, it, resin high feels kind of like a dirty high, you know what I mean? <laughs> it it, it, it kind of feels like a crackhead high. It feels different. Like, you had to do entirely too much work to get to that high. For that high to be worth it. No, that's why you just scrape the bowl, dude. It's so easy. You can scrape the bowl right into the bowl. Have you ever noticed that you fucking scrape shit and it just gets that smell? I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna go. Uh, can I? Can I, I? I can use the laptop real quick, right? Oh God, here we go again. You don't need the slideshow. I mean, I mean, I kind of need the slideshow, but we're not really talking about the slideshow yet. So, I mean, I guess you can go watch some porn. Fuck yeah. God, this guy. I'll get the double dildo this time. <laughs> <laughs> are we uh, Are we stepping out for a second? Do you want to step out? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, guys, he's going to come. I got to refill my drink anyway. He's going to su- come go suck the penis while... Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna go hold his uh, dick for him while he pees. Hey, I'm gonna go hold Dick's dick. With your mouth. Don't tell them that. <laughs> Jesus, you can't give them all of our our, our stuff.
Time for a golden shower, guys. I'm gonna pee on you, piss on you, drip, drip, drip. Uh, <sighs> All right, so what's going on, guys? Uh, Nick's down there cleaning up. So, so yeah, so we've already asked the question: Is is John Wayne Gacy the original Juggalo? I say no. I say maybe. It's a solid maybe. All right, so you know John Wayne Gacy he was a serial killer who was known as the Killer Clown. Well, when was he born? Oh, I thought we already said that. I don't think we said. Oh he... no, we said he was born in Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. That title in town. Just a four-hour drive from Detroit, Michigan, by the way. Just yeah, yeah. Four hours from Detroit. Food for thought. Anyway, uh, so born March seventeenth, nineteen forty-two, in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, so, yeah, serial killer known as the Killer Clown, who assaulted and murdered at least 33 young men and boys in De Plains, Illinois. Now, do you ever wonder, do you think he ever murdered and assaulted any females? Nah, it seems like he's all about the boys. He likes the butthole. Well, you know, like, you know, we'll kind of talk about, like, in his childhood, some shit that happened. Um, but like, you know, I, I just, yeah, no, he, he was definitely, uh, because, but like, here's the thing, he, he, he got, no, he, he got, what do you mean he wasn't a bad guy? He killed and. Dude, he performed at charitable, children's hospitals and charity events, you know, as okay, a clown. yeah, and fucking, and he was involved uh, no, in local and fucking, politics, uh, I mean, no, what politician oh, oh, okay, do you know who else bad. was a fucking politician? Who? Uh, uh, Mr. fucking Jim Jones. Yeah, he had a failed yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, and it, guess it, what? He also did a lot of good things, but he also killed over nine hundred fucking people in yeah, one day. And John Wayne Gacy only, only killed thirty-three. Okay, that we know that of. we know of. But I feel like John Wayne Gacy was also the kind of person that'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, I killed this other person over here. Yeah, I, and I, I, I killed this other person over here, and uh, oh, don't forget about these seven over here." I find it real interesting that he never did any interviews except for that one. Yeah, no, like that. What was that show called? I don't remember. You look it's up John on, Wayne it's on Gacy. Peacock. If you yeah, if you go on uh, on Peacock, which anybody who's got Xfinity, uh, there's a there's a John Wayne Gacy mini series on there that we've been watching, and uh, it's really interesting because uh, so basically this guy who was writing letters to and from you know back and forth with John Wayne Gacy while he was in prison, uh, decided to start he's putting still in t- no he no he's dead, he did he's still in prison they buried him in the prison he. Well, he did. He has to serve out his sentence. <laughs> They're like, no, motherfucker, you don't get away that. No, no, actually, he had 33 death sentences. So what they, they did they is they killed him, brought him times. back, and killed him, and brought him back, and killed him, and brought him back. How do you it, do it was that? like that scene in Pulp Fiction where they stab her in the chest with the adrenaline needle. They just kept Ooh. doing that. They just kept doing that every <laughs> single time. <laughs> By about the twentieth time, the guy doing it, the stabbing him in the chest is just like this isn't even funny anymore. Just Kuh. and what then John Wayne Gacy just kind of sits up like, okay, here we go. Can we get, get this over with? A- anyway, you know, anyway, yeah. So a little off topic. But you know, like we um, said, he, he did perform as his persona, Pogo the Clown. Pogo the Clown. And he he was involved creepy, in in some of the local po- politics. 
Um, actually, you know, something interesting, his conviction for 33 murders set the record at the time for the most by one individual. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now this record is now technically, okay, so here's the thing is technically the record is held by Gary Ridgway, who's the Green River killer, because he was convicted of 49 murders, he confessed to 71, and he was suspected of over 90 murders. However, the highest body count, like confirmed body count in the United States anyway, is Samuel Little, who I feel like we really needed to do an episode on him just because of his name. He was also known as the choke and stroke killer. Well, he would kill him. And I don't him know off. why he was called the choke and stroke killer. Maybe, oh, yeah, he, maybe he, he was would, choking him. And- he would choke them and then jack off maybe, or maybe he would have them choke him while he, I don't know. So he has the we'll highest figure that we will count. figure this out. Yeah. He, uh, he officially has the they highest found term. This, what? 60. So yeah, he confessed to 93, but he was officially linked to 60 murders. And he, but here's the thing: he's only officially convicted of three murders in California and one murder in Texas that I could find. So highest body count I here. Mean, maybe they just chopped it up as a. But you know what's? I mean, you you're already what? serving life. If you, you know if what? You here's, get murder in Texas, dude. You're dying. Here's the thing: is like people they kill you. We we think these are good body count, like not not good. I'm sorry. We think these are high body counts. Other countries laugh at these numbers. Like, dude, there are some people out there that are in the hundreds, like fucking four, five, six hundred fucking people. What are you killing someone every day? I, I, dude, I don't know. Like mass murder. Like, what are you like? You just fucking digging a ditch and then just fucking like chucking 30 people in it at a time. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll talk about all of these people. We really will. Well, you know who holds the number is fucking Adolf Hitler. Six million. Um, yeah. Should I have not said that? True. That is, but I I think that's. We more, should do an episode. He is, is a serial killer. Is he a serial killer? Or is he a mass murderer? A mass murderer, but I mean, we do murders mystery. Yeah, anymore. yeah, no, we definitely do, and you know, like that is definitely uh, dude. There's so much shit around. There's a lot of shit on Hitler. Yeah, well, and like that's the thing is like there's so much shit around him so many around views, no too. around like the the whole thing with the science and the scientists and like you know the fucking like weren't they the ones that basically invented methamphetamine? And, for Hitler, <laughs> yeah, well, for for not just for Hitler, but for the troops too. You well, know, because the then Japs you know they they, they, they could guys, basically so they, would they could, yeah they could basically get people to fight longer, to, you know, be more willing to die and all this other shit. So I was I was I mean this is off topic and we're gonna get right back to the topic after this just because we're talking. I was watching Midway, and fucking these motherfuckers in the United States guys and the fucking uh, Chinese people. Well, they're fucking in a bomber and they get um, shot. I think it's Japan. Japanese. Um, when they would get sh- when their plane would get shot, their their bomber, their big ass bomber, they would try to fucking hit the fucking boat as they're going. Yeah, down. No, that that was their thing. Is like because you already are going down, like so you have to go for. You're gonna die. No, anyway. So so they they teach them, they train them to go for max uh, maximum damage, like max casualties, basically. Like so, you aim for the biggest ship you can, and you just hope you hit it. Um, but yeah, no, like, so, so we can definitely get into, uh, uh, World War II and Hitler and there's a lot of shit around Hitler and, uh, I think we can even get like, you know, there's some occult shit in there. It would, it would be interesting and, I mean, because uh, we got to talk about nuclear weapons anyway. Oh yeah, dude. Manhattan project. We can get into all that. Um, so yeah. Uh, so next slide here, Gacy's early years. 
Um, you know, John Wayne Gacy was the second child and the only son of John Stanley Gacy. So technically, John Wayne Gacy is a junior. No, know. because he's Wayne. No, no, no. That's you can still be a junior even if you have a different middle name. John Junior. Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> little, another JJ. Jim Jones. We got Jim JJ. Jones Junior. So he was a JJJ. JGJ. JJJ. JGJ. This is JGJ. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so uh so the only son uh the only son of John Stanley Gacy and Marion Elaine Robeson. Uh you know, he was very close with his mother and his two sisters, but his father was basically an abusive alcoholic who beat his wife and his kids with like little to no provocation. Why back in those days was that what the husbands did? I don't know. I I don't I You ever noticed that? Yeah. Like, literally, it was like, oh, yeah, you just get home from work, you you crack open a beer, and you beat the shit out of your kids and your wife. And it was it's totally it's how you unwind from your day, it was you, totally know? Like, you know? It's acceptable. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think it was necessarily acceptable. It was just people kind of turned a blind eye to it, Yeah, you know? Um, you know, because it was a different time, you know? Everybody always likes to say that. It was a different time. Yeah, see, <laughs> no, I, I, I find this interesting because he, he did nothing but boys. He killed nothing but boys. But in 1949, him and another boy were caught sexually fonding a, a young girl. And later that year, Gacy was himself the victim of molestation committed by a family friend. Why does it say, did it ever say who it was that did it? Was it, um, was it a male or a female? Because if it was a female, maybe that's why he... He did boys or whatever. Well, uh, no, so it's, it said uh, it was a family friend and contractor, so I'm assuming it's a male. Okay. Because, you know, back then it was a very masculine-dominated field, uh, you know, and uh, so, he yeah. saw but, that pudgy little boy, you like, ooh. But, you yeah, know, so, um, uh, well, when Gacy and the other boy were caught sexually fondling this girl, um, his dad beat the shit out of him. So, you know, he was like, oh, okay, so I'm not supposed to touch girls. I guess. You know, maybe, maybe, I'm just saying maybe this is a hypothetical, like, I'm not trying to, like, justify his actions here by any means. I'm just saying that, like, you know, maybe in his mind he kind of correlated, okay, well, you know, my dad beat the shit out of me for touching a girl, so I'm not supposed to touch a girl. Yeah. You know, and then he gets molested by this family friend later that year, you know, and so then he's like, now he's all kinds of confused. Yeah, no, I totally get you that. Know. Um, and then, uh, you know, also he was throughout his childhood, he was plagued by a lot of health problems too. He was, he was a, he was a, he wasn't a healthy kid. No, he was, he was kind of a heavy set, you know, very uh, unathletic, unhealthy kid. You know, he uh, <laughs> he had a well, contributed be, to so his heart because, conditions. He had a heart condition, and so because but the heart of, condition had to be connected to the blackouts. Well, and so so we'll get to the blackouts, but with the so with the heart condition, basically the doctors told him uh, stop you, doing the cocaine. No, they told him no no PE, no sports, no physical activity at school, nothing. So that's kind of didn't help him be any less healthy or any you know whatever. So he had this heart condition, and then he st- like you said, he started having these blackouts, and they never actually uh, identified a cause for the blackouts. And you know, his dad kind of uh, was of the opinion that he was just a sissy, and that he was making this shit up to get attention and sympathy, and you know, 
like he he constantly his dad was constantly like he, like of all the children Gacy John Wayne Gacy was like the the main target you know of, of all of the abuse uh, yeah of, of his dad's rage and abuse you know and like his dad he never really got his dad's acceptance and so that was one of the things he was always looking for was acceptance from his dad and then when he didn't find it in his father he was starting to look for acceptance in other people and that's why he got into politics yeah you know um so yeah and then he even had a burst appendix in 1957 so this kid didn't really have the best uh, uh childhood health wise you know uh-huh. Um, you know, and then like you know, we we're talking about how his dad like would beat him with no provocation. Now, like they read about you know uh, statements from his childhood friends and stuff like that that basically were like, yeah, I remember one time his dad literally just came out of the basement and just started beating the shit out of him for no reason, and then just walked away. And it was like you know that was the normal thing. And I'm like, huh, that's what we do, right? Well, that's what he did, and then look what happened to John Wayne Gacy. So you know, don't don't beat your kids for no damn reason. Have or, a or, have a reason. Or a little fucking monster <laughs> deserve it. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't don't beat your kids. Beat unless they really really beat deserve them. it. Anyway, um, at eighteen, uh, <laughs> the career of the killer clown. In, in nineteen sixty, at the age of eighteen. Gacy became involved in politics by working as a assistant precinct captain for local uh, for a local Democratic Party candidate. That's actually, I mean, what makes a kid want to go into that that career? I mean, what, what makes you want to do it? Um, well, you know, like, uh, so there was this thing. What was it called? The the JCs, um, the the Junior Commerce, like like Junior Chamber Chamber of Commerce or whatever. Oh, yeah, wasn't he in that? Yeah, yeah. Basically, like, so that's part of the things he got involved in. Like, so basically, like, it was a lot of young up and coming uh, businessmen, and you know, kind of connected, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> business people. So it was kind of like a, a a thing to do. It was kind of like a cool thing to do back then, you know. I guess so. You know, he does a lot of this stuff, um, and then, uh, you know, eventually, after a falling out with his father um, over a car that he had bought for Gacy, so he, he had bought him this car, right, and uh, he would basically, he would take away the keys anytime John Wayne Gacy did anything, like, his dad didn't approve of or didn't like, or if he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do, you know, it was like a punishment. He would be like, all right, well, I bought you the car, so I'm taking away the keys, so then John Wayne Gacy made, uh, or he bought like an extra set of keys and then his dad found out. So then he started taking the distributor cap off the car, you know? And so like eventually they got into it about it and like his dad put the distributor cap back on the car one day. And so John Wayne Gacy takes the car and drives off to Las Vegas and he eventually ends up working as an attendant at Palm Mortuary. Huh. And, uh, he, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is kind of creepy. So he worked there and he, apparently he slept on a cot in the, behind the embalming room. <laughs> so he worked and slept there for three months. And he later admitted that one night while he was alone, he climbed into the coffin of a dead teenage boy and was like holding and caressing the body until he like kind of felt like a little bit of a sense of shock. And this kind of prompted him to call his mom and be like, hey, can you ask dad if I can come back and come home? And so he goes back to Chicago. Chicago. Um, so while while working as a manager for a shoe company, he got engaged to Marilyn Myers, a co-worker. 
I mean, yeah, I yeah, and then, you know, eventually, you know, she wanted the big dick. <laughs> um, they actually eventually got married in uh, September of '64, and after uh, a little closer, am I further away? Uh, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Can you hear me? Sorry. Um, so you know, they they actually ended up getting married in 1964, September of 1964, and um, Marilyn's father purchased three KFC restaurants in Waterloo, Iowa, bringing Gacy on to help him manage the restaurants. I guess there's a lot of money in KFC. I mean, because if there's anybody you want helping you run a fried chicken franchise, it's a heavy set. Fella. It's a big fat guy that dresses like a clown. They actually uh, ended up having to uh, him and his wife, not him and his father-in-law. Him and his wife ended up uh, actually having um, two kids, a son that was born in um, February of 1966, and a daughter that was born in um, March of 67. Um, so in a uh, Waterloo, it's actually when Gacy's political career, uh, continued to grow in the local chapter, the local J. Oh yeah. The local JC's chapter. Um, until he was actually accused of assaulting a 16 year old Donald Voorhees. Go figure. He's got the last name Voorhees. Right. Like what the fuck was his cousin um, named Jason? <laughs> he was uh, this kid was actually a son of a fellow JC that uh Gacy was running against. Gacy, yeah, Gacy was running for like president of the local chapter or some shit. And the the guy he was running against uh you know basically uh Gacy was accused of molesting his kid. And uh I think in the the thing we were watching the the mini series Gacy said that um it, what he came down to was oral sex and that it was consensual, but he ended up getting, well, we'll, we'll get Sodomy into Sodomy isn't fucking oral sex, dude. No, and that's what, that's what, but like Gacy is trying to play it down and like, oh no, it was just oral sex and it was totally consensual. It was fucking anal. You fucked him in the ass. Um, Gacy was eventually convicted of sodomy on the 7th of November in 68. Uh, and uh, he got sentenced to 10 years in Anamosa State Penitentiary. Well. And actually, the same day that that happened, the same day he got convicted, his wife filed for divorce. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, Fuck probably. That. I mean, he just made a full of you. And actually, what was it? on June eighteenth of nineteen seventy, Gacy was granted parole after only oh, serving. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So going back to to his his conviction and and arrest on this, right? You know, or whatever. So. Leading up to his conviction, there was a whole bunch of shit that went on with uh, witness badgering, where John Wayne Gacy was basically accused of uh, threatening witnesses, and he even tried to like kill witnesses and shit like that. Apparently, um, and then so he gets sentenced to these ten years, right? And but he gets sent to Anamosa, which is apparently like this kind of like. Uh, low, like minimum security. Yeah, I always uh, know like really kind of like nicer. Like, oh, you know, it's like, not a federal penitentiary. No, it's not federal, but it, you know, it's like so. Basically, it's like it's kind of like more geared towards like the recovery. It's like triple like, C. Yeah, and so basically in this prison, he was like, you know, he worked in the kitchen, and like he was like, he, there, there, there was even a chapter of the JCs in the prison. 
and he was in the Jaff in the, the prison JC chapter and he got like an award from the JCs like being recognized for his work in prison. And then um so like he was this model prisoner apparently and like he yeah. uh he even model. got to no he even got to wear a white shirt which the only people that got to wear white shirts in that prison were the guards. And so he was allowed to wear a white shirt. Like this dude, like always was able to kind of weasel his way in there and just be like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm John Wayne Gacy. How are you?" You know. And then so, uh, you know, so basically, like you said, on June 18th, 1970, he was granted parole. So this is only 18 months into his 10-year sentence, right? That's and, fucking crazy. Did and, he have to file? Did he have to register as a sex offender? <clears throat> Probably not. I don't think they did that back then. But so and like I said, so the circumstances behind his release were a little bit sus, in my opinion. Just gonna say. So okay, so his mom, his dad died, right? And so after his dad died, his dad died like on Christmas or some shit. And so after his dad died, his mom was like, basically, I want to get him out of prison because I'm all alone now. And she was like invalid. There was a lot of shit she couldn't do for herself. And so she needed John Wayne Gacy there to help her. And so like that, that was like her, her reasoning for getting him home. And she knew somebody who was kind of like well connected and he helped her get him out of prison by like writing a bunch of letters and shit like that. And like there may or may not have been the changing of money from hand to hand, you know? Mm. And so he gets released and the fucked up part is, is because he's released and you know, because this is back in the day when nobody fucking communicated with anybody, <laughs> like he basically goes back to Chicago and nobody in fucking Chicago knows jack shit about what happened in Iowa. Like, you know, and so like this dude who like if he had stayed in prison, like number one, probably wouldn't have done any of this. Like he they could have saved so many people's fucking lives if they Not had just necessarily because he could have just waited till he got out of. the. the OK, but they he, he still they would have he, he wouldn't have been able to do it when he did it. And I feel like I feel like by the time he got out, like if he got out, like somebody could have killed him in prison. Like you never know. Anyway, he was a model prisoner. Why would someone kill him? Because nobody likes the fucking teacher's pet. With, with the help of his mother, he was able to purchase a home. Uh, 8213 mm-hmm. The Summerdale infamous Avenue. ranch house. Um, this is actually where he would live until his arrest. Um, fun fact, December of 1978 is when he was arrested. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thought I'd throw that out there. Um, but no, he lived at this house, and this is where he was going to bury the 29 of his 33 victims. Yeah, because uh, I believe... <laughs> The rest of them were like uh, in a river. He like, a ba- yeah. like tossed him in a river or some shit. Um, I'm just surprised that nobody spelled 29 different. Times well, um, so what? House, so like basically, ass. what ended up happening is because so he, he didn't bury him deep. Well, okay, yeah, no, we'll we'll get into to that. I think. Let me let me check the next slide first. <laughs> Yeah, actually, we're going to get into that right now. In So, in 1971, Gacy establishes PDM contractors. Gacy decorating uh, and maintenance. Exactly. I think it's like pretty dead men or plenty of dead men contractors. Hey. Anyway, uh, so he primarily only employed young boys from the ages of 16 to about 24. Which, it's because you only got to pay him fucking minimum wage, and they're well, fine with so that. So his his reasoning or his justification was, He's you know, if I hire them. if I hire somebody 
who's been around for hella long and knows what he's doing, you know, he has his own way of doing things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to work for me. He goes, or I can hire these young kids that don't know jack shit and I can train them to do things the way I want them to do them. Which, I mean, having worked in construction, sound logic, that's how I started in construction. I didn't know jack shit. So this dude was like, I'm going to have you work on my house because you don't know jack shit and I'm going to teach you to do what I want you to do, you know? And then the only difference was, is he didn't turn out to be a clown that murdered me and buried me in this crawl space. <laughs> Lucky for me, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, and, and actually this, this, uh, this contracting business was actually one of the ways that he would kind of lure, uh, young men to his house is he would be like, oh, hey, come talk to me about a job or, you know, whatever. And then he would kill them and they would never be seen or heard from again. Sounds like a great job interview. Right. Um, in 1975, Gacy was appointed the director of Chicago's annual Polish Constitution Day Parade. That is a mouthful. I like didn't even know that they had a Polish Constitution Day parade. And, and he served in this role until 1978. Which is when he was arrested. So that's kind of ironic. <laughs> um, it was thought his... Uh, it was through this that through seven months... It, it, it was through. Just, it was through. It was through? Yeah, it was through this. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> seven months before he was arrested, he met... First Lady Rosalind Carter. Yeah, Jimmy Carter's wife. Where was there's, Jimmy? There's a fucking picture of him shaking hands with Rosalind Carter. Oh, he did more than shake hands with her. <laughs> no, remember, he didn't like the women. How do we know? Maybe, they just, maybe he just didn't tell them where the women were because they were, their bodies well, were Well, actually, worse. I mean, he did get married twice, and he did have kids. So it's not that, but maybe he just did that because he knew he needed to do that to seem like a normal person. I guess. You know, a lot of these sociopaths and a lot of these, you know, people like are very, could you stop playing footsie with me? (laughs) Um, A lot of these, no, but like a lot of these sociopaths, like they, they have that ability to, to mimic human, uh, like normal human behavior and emotion. Like they make it look like they're normal. Yeah. You know, like that's how they get away with this shit for so long. Hey, Nick, huh. um, I was wondering, um, do you want to go on a tour of Sacramento tomorrow? I don't know. I mean, can, can you drive me to the Greyhound station in the morning, though? Because, yeah, like, I really want to, like, keep road tripping. Like, I've just I've been, like, just going from Greyhound station to Greyhound station. And I, just, I really I really just if you can, like, I'll stay at your house. But, like, if you could just give me a ride back to the Greyhound station in the morning, that'd be great. so uh, so this was actually gacy's first known murder it was on the 3rd of january in 1972 he lured 16 year old little timmy mccoy into his car now i would never get into a guy's car at that age but anyway he i mean especially a dude that looked like john wayne right so I'm he, sorry, like, and even he, if he wasn't dressed like a clown, the fool just, I, mean, I wouldn't, he's not, he's not trustworthy. He, he, he takes him out on a tour of Chicago and then he took him home. Yeah. You know, and, and then, oh, it's okay, Timmy, you could spend the night. 
Yeah, he's like, yeah, just I'll, you know, I'll spend the night the here. I'll take you to the Greyhound station in the morning. It's all good, you now, know. Now, now, Gacy says we don't know if this is true, but this is what Gacy says. He says that he was woke up to Timothy holding a knife in his doorway, and after a struggle, yeah, he killed McCoy and then went into the kitchen <laughs> where he sees that. Timmy was making breakfast for them. Yeah, yeah, you know. So basically, he uh, he claims like, that did you the know, cops come to this? No, 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 no. Of course not. So what did he do? Dude, what the fuck? No. Anyway, so anyway, so yeah, no. He he says he wakes up and that Timothy little 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 Tim little ti- little, little tiny Tim is standing in the doorway holding a, a kitchen knife. You know. And so, like, John Wayne Gacy freaks the fuck out, and he, like, charges at him, and they kind of, like, scuffle for a minute, and, like, the kid accidentally, like, cuts John Wayne Gacy's arm, and so this kind of pisses him off even more. He gets the knife away from him, and he, like, stabs him, and he fucking kills him. Like, the dude's, like, he's, like, laying on the floor dying, and that's when Gacy goes into the kitchen to wash the blood off the knife, and that's when he notices that there's, like, the eggs are out on the counter. There's like a bunch of bacon out. Like the kid was making breakfast for him. But what? What, what the fuck are you walking up to? Yeah. Okay. I'm that's true. Kick your that, ass. That's, you that's true. My door with J- that's knife, true. Dude. Don't walk up to somebody's bedroom door while they're sleeping with a kitchen knife. If, if like, you fucking... if you're making breakfast for them, you can go up to them and just be like, "Hey, I'm making breakfast. Like, what do you want? Like, how do you like your eggs? You'd have gotten you don't have to be like, you came to my "Hey, door here's a knife. knife. I I have a kitchen knife here, and I just I just really want to." I just really want to ask you, how do you like your fucking eggs? Scrambled like your brains. Anyway, so yeah, but like talk about a whoops moment, you know. Kids well, the, well, the kid kids, just, kids just trying to make you breakfast for, you know, says. being nice to you. The kid just wanted to put fucking, uh, what is it called? The morning after pulling Gacy's. Uh, I was about to say, I think that Gacy, Gacy and him eggs. had sex. And then really the next do. morning, the downfall. So, you know, I mean, we go on and... Uh, yeah, like, we really could talk about all of the murders and give a timeline. And, but, like, honestly, so because, like, Gacy I mean, was... who knows? Maybe we'll have a so, Gacy murder set up fucking for an episode well, or something. But he, here's, here's my thought process on it, and here's my thing, is, like... It, so, with a lot of serial killers, you have a reign of terror, right? Like, you have a killing spree. You have, like, Richard Ramirez, who was terrorizing Los Angeles. You have Son of Sam. Also known as David Berkowitz. Yeah, yeah, David Berkowitz. You know, you uh, you had the Manson family, who was very public. Like, it was all, a lot of them are very public. John Wayne Gacy was one of those ones that nobody knew, knew he was doing this shit until they uncovered 29 fucking bodies under his house. You know, like, that was the thing. Is like, so, you know, there was, like, it wasn't really, like, a, a, a crime spree that we knew of until it all happened. Uh, uh, check <laughs> this out. I mean, he, he could have kept getting away with it, but, you know, um, on the 11th of 78, he, December 11th, 1978, Gacy murdered 15-year-old Robert Peast. Now, the thing with that, that was, it's I mean, it says the search for him ultimately led to the arrest of John Wayne Gacy. Now, the thing is, is nobody would have even known except for that someone, he told someone, I forget who it was, that he was going for in for an interview with John, with John Wayne, Wayne well, Gacy. And because, so what uh, What it was is he, were, I guess he was like working at this or pharmacy or something like that. 
and John he was trying Wayne, to get a job well, with John Wayne. And John Wayne, Wayne Gacy. PDM. No, John Wayne Gacy, uh, I guess he specialized in fucking pharmacies. And, like, he was working on this pharmacy. And that's how he met Robert Peast. And that's when he was like, hey, yeah, come apply for a job. And so he told somebody that he was going to this job interview with John Wayne Gacy. And then he was never seen after this job, this job interview. And so the police go to John Wayne Gacy and they're just like, hey, um, you know, this this Robert Peast kid's missing. Like, have you heard of him, seen him, blah, blah, blah. And John Wayne Gacy's like, yeah, no, like, uh, no. I think he, I think he even claimed that the, the kid never showed up to the job interview yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was. But so, of course, you know, they, like he was, he was involved in politics and all this other shit. So they're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, fine. But eventually, they do get a search warrant for his house, and but they didn't find anything. Yeah, no, they they hold him for a while. They're tearing his house apart, like they look, but like they don't really see anything in the house. I mean, like they, I guess no, they did find some things that were a little suspicious, but they didn't connect him to Robert Peace. So, no, no, they found like uh, a couple driver's licenses from other people. And, like, some other shit that was, like, a little weird that, like, you know, um, maybe, <laughs> I mean, all the clown makeup might have been a little odd. Yeah, I would have, I would have pointed that one out immediately. I'd be like, you like little boys, huh? Right. I would have just been like, hey, uh, hey, Robertson, this guy dresses like a fucking clown. He did it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. You can't use uh, my real last name, bro. Why did you, you fucking do that? Now I need to figure out who the fuck I am. Robertson? Dick Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Robber. Son. Anyway. Um, <sighs> but yeah, no, so they, you know, they get the first warrant and they look and they don't find anything, but I don't know how hard they were really looking. But like I said, I think the warrant, because the warrant really only said anything pertaining to this Robert Peast kid. And so because nothing they turned up resulted to him, they didn't find anything. They had to go. But they put him under surveillance. The funny thing is, is uh, you know, Gacy actually went as far as befriending the cops. Pretty much, uh, they were watching him. He was eating meals with them, and he, yeah, yeah. Fucking. When he went out to eat, I mean, I fucking fucked that one up. That didn't <laughs> flow smooth at all. Let's 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 just go back. So <laughs> after after the first search warrant. Um, they did put Gacy under surveillance and Gacy actually went so far as to befriending the cops that were watching him. I mean, he even was eating meals with them when he went out to eat. I mean, come on. What the fuck is that? So basically it started out with, um, well, because he was, no, I think that's him just being like, so cocky and so like i'm gonna get away with this in your face yeah he's like i'm literally gonna get away with this so much to the point that i'm gonna be like he was like so he was like oh because i'm so busy and i have so many different places to be i didn't want them to lose me because i knew they were gonna be following me so i would go out in the morning and i would tell them where i was gonna go so they wouldn't get lost yeah and then like and then it was like oh on hot days he would invite them into his house to cool off and then, like, and then it got to the point where, like, he was out, you know, at a restaurant or, like, at a diner eating. And the cops were sitting at a couple tables over. And eventually he was just like, why don't you just come sit with me? 
And so they sat down with them and started eating with them. And then anytime they went to like, uh, he went to a, like a diner or a restaurant, anyone, anywhere in public, they would sit down with him and like eat and drink with him. <laughs> and I'm like, so like, dude, how, like, how, why mo- couldn't I have had that assignment? Well, and like, number one, like how hard are you really investigating this guy? If you're just chilling with him and like eating lunch with him and shit. Like, well, they were investigating him enough for them to get a second warrant. Eventually, and, um, yes, eventually. Okay, but you know what led to the second warrant? And this is, you asked about the smell, right? Yeah. So um, what ended up happening is there was a couple of people that worked for PDM contractors, uh, a couple of the older boys, and he had hired them to dig these trenches underneath his house, right, in the crawl space. He claimed it was for uh, drainage pipes, and, um, you know, he also claimed that because there was this certain type of clay underneath his house and that anytime it rained, the water would flood into like, cause he was in this like lower point, all the water would flood under the house and the, the clay would turn really sour and it smelled bad. So you would have to sprinkle this, uh, industrial, um, shit. What was it? Lime. Yeah. Lime. Like, you sprinkle this lime, and it's supposed to get rid of the smell. So, basically, he hired the kids to dig these trenches, and then later on, he would hire them periodically to sprinkle lime in the crawl space, which the trenches mysteriously were no longer, like, that deep, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, they got shallower and shallower is all I'm going to say, you know, and then eventually it was a nice leveled out crawl space. It's weird. And so that's where he fucked up, though, man. That's where he fucked up was he had them dig them. You could have them go down there and sprinkle the lime because that that, I mean, that kind of sounds like it it might make sense because I've heard about certain. Yeah, but the digging of the trenches coupled with the lime. Yeah. Yeah. And so the cops ended up talking to these kids to one of these kids that worked for him and they told him about this. And so they that was enough for them to get the second warrant. And so they get the second warrant on December 19th. And this is, you know, they get into the house and they kind of like smelled something a little funky, you know, but, uh, I guess that at one point, um, they were in one room and the heater kicked on. And I guess when the heater kicked on, it just smelled like rancid, like flesh, like just burnt nasty shit, like gnarly, gnar, gnar, you know? And so they go down to the crawl space and this guy start like this technician, like this evidence tech, you know, CSI kind of guy starts digging and he finds some bones and then he finds some more bones and it's like a left femur and then another left femur. And like, so, you know, there's more than one person and then a, a third left femur. Like, so, you know, there's at least three victims already right there. And so then the bodies just start coming out. Just bodies, yeah. bodies, bodies, like in chunks, like days. It took days for them to get all of these bodies out. You know, what made them come up with the final number of 33? Uh, well, I mean, that was all the bodies that they came up with. Eventually it was, you know, and that was all the ones that Gacy confessed to. Yeah. Um, you know, and so. Uh, you know, on, on December 22nd, Gacy basically gave a statement, which basically confessed. And this is how quickly the, the, the legal system works in our country. Actually, that's pretty quick. 
On March 12th of 1980, he was found guilty of all 33 charges of murder, as well as sexual assault and taking indecent liberties with a child, which is Robert Peast. Yeah, so he was sentenced to 33 death sentences and executed on May 10th of 1994, which they resuscitated him. 33 times and re-killed him 33 times that day. No, no, so, but, like, uh, like we were saying, you know, like, as far as how quickly it happened, you know, yeah, so he was arrested, uh, you know, in December of 1978, and by March of 1980, so that is actually fairly quick for a trial process and everything, but again, it kind of helps when he has this, this statement that he gave, which basically is a confession, um, but it you took know. him 14 years to kill him. Well, yeah. He must not have been in California. No, no, because <laughs> then he would have no, because then he would have died of natural causes. Yes, on death row, which is bullshit. Anyway, um, and so fun fact: his uh, after he was executed, his brain was removed and is uh, in the possession of Helen Morrison who was a witness for the defense who interviewed Gacy as well as several other serial killers. And, uh, Any you know, names? Uh, I, it just said other serial killers. I don't, I don't know. Oh, no, that sounds, doesn't sound legit. Right. If you ain't dropping names, you ain't legit. You know, free Shelly, free Shelly. Yeah, free Shelly, free Brittany. We will keep you updated on the free Brittany shit going on. And the free Shelly. Anyway, um, but yeah, so uh, that I think that wrapped up our slideshow. Yeah, that was the last slide. So, you know, uh, it's fun fact. Nick, Nick was typing this up, and uh, <laughs> I forget what page it was on, but he was on a page, and he left it alone, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to fuck with him and give him a good laugh when he when he comes back and looks at his computer. So I type in, I, I, I type in anal sex. And then I look at the screen and I see it didn't type in. And I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, apparently it just froze and it took a while to load because then I go back and sit down and I look and I just like, it said something about John Wayne Gacy only employed 16 to 24 year old boys. That's sus. And then the next line was anal sex. And I'm like, well, I mean, at least it's fitting for what it said <laughs> well, before. Well, that's why I put it there because I figured <laughs> it was fitting. You know. Um, so yeah. So, uh, you know, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode and, keep on uh, masturbating anyway um so you guys can find us on all, all of your social media platforms at dabbed to death unless you're on your instagram and then it's at dabbed to death podcast be sure to visit www.dabbedtodeath.com and be sure to like subscribe uh you know rate and review uh that's a good one we don't really say that very often but please rate and review it really helps us out other than that i think we are ready to wrap yeah 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 he's been over here doing a dab of your imagination Okay, huh? I like that movie though. Cheer it's a good up, movie. Charlie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, honestly, I can't decide which one I like more, the original or the new one with like, Johnny Depp. Okay, so I'm just, since we're gonna I really like the it, I, I really I kinda really like the Johnny Depp version just because he's so fucking loopy and weird. I don't like the Johnny Depp version, I like the original version. I think the original version is the way it was supposed to be. Gene Wilder. Oh, okay, yes, Gene Wilder it, is a, a genius. A don't great, get me wrong. Great, great 
job on that movie. And I, I mean, personally, me, and if you disagree with me, that's oh, okay. Because, dude, actually. But I think John, Johnny Depp, ruined that part. Oh, no. And, and, and you know, there's, 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 a, there's <laughs> a lot of problems that I have with what Johnny Depp has become. In the acting whoa, whoa, scene. Whoa, oh, no, whoa, no, 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 no. We are, we're all entitled to our opinion. So, so. Yeah, you'll, you'll do a dab and then we'll, we'll just end the episode. Yeah, Boom. I, I think that's a good way to do it. Let's but do it. Um, the thing is, is I believe, like, he's gotten into these, like, dark, offshoot, like, kind of weird. It's, they're all, like, fucking got the same, like, color. You know, they're all, like, colored dark and shit. And. He's become a totally different character where it's nothing, nothing that he plays is really real. It's always something over the fucking top. Johnny Depp, one of his best movies ever, was fucking Nick of Time. He played a good part in that movie, and I don't understand. What the fuck is Nick of Time? It's got Christopher Walken in it, dude. What? Okay, apparently I am missing out. How have I not heard of this? Anything with Christopher Walken is... Anything with... Yeah. Well, I was going to say anything with Johnny Depp, in my opinion, but continue. I, I hope this isn't illegal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a quick clip. No, no, yeah, just, you just, from, just, from, just so I know what we're talking from about the here. Movie. I got bitches all on my dick and every day. Sucking on my balls. Is that from the movie too? Lick <laughs> I can just Beaches. picture. I can just picture Christopher Walken singing that. <laughs> Bitches, they know. <laughs> Stick it in they booty hoe. <laughs> All right, so. I'll put the anyway, I'll put the trailer on. Uh, it's gotta have this. Hey, Don't run off now, sweet pea. Stay close to daddy. Perfect. Can we show the whole trailer? Christopher Walken, so I'm surprised I've never heard of that one. Well, I love the way Christopher Walken dictates stuff. Have you ever heard of Kevin Spacey and fucking Christopher Walken? Kevin Spacey does a great Christopher Walken. I did not know that. I did not know he did that. No. Well, you know, anybody that, that, that can kind of change their voice a little bit can do a good Christopher Walken impersonation because yeah, you just have... You know, you just have to get that dictation that he has. Right, right. Dictation. <laughs> so since uh, we're uh, oh man, I just got gonna be done with this episode. That, the uh, dab just kicked laptop's not gonna be uh, used for a second. I'm gonna go take the laptop to the bathroom, <laughs> and uh, I'll be back later. All right. Oh, and uh, if you are interested in being the dabbed to death intern. Then uh, send an email to ghosthost at dabtodeath dot com, 
and uh, tell us a little bit about why you feel like you would be a good fit for the Dab to Death family. Yes. Yeah. What can yeah. you bring to the table? What can you bring to the table? Uh, you know, there like, might be stock. Do, do you know about? Involves. Do you know about cannabis? Do you know about true crime? Um, what are your passions? What do you like to do? Um, what do you like to smoke? You know, if you're not a big dabber, don't apply. I'm just saying it now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, no. If you're down to, if you're down to help us out. And, uh, you know, come kick it while we record and uh, do some dabs and, you know, maybe help us out with some editing and some promotion and some uh, social media management because that's a big one because I hate social media. So uh, help us out and send an email to ghosthost at dabtodeath.com. Otherwise, like I said, follow us on all your social medias at dabtodeath. Unless you're on Instagram, then it's at dabtodeathpodcast. Anyway, have a good week, guys.